2: Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Welcome to the program, Hour Two. Dan and the Dan. Dan Patrick Show, as we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. Operator Tyler, standing by. Take your phone calls. We'll get to more of those coming up. Tim Tebow is going to stop by here in a little bit. We'll. Uh, have a poll question update there, Seaton. I don't know if we're going to have the same one for hour two that we did for hour one. We did contemplate the following. If I told you a month ago, these quarterbacks would lead their respective teams to a win in week two. What would be the biggest surprise? Jimmy Garoppolo, Joe Flacco, Jared Goff, Daniel Jones, Cooper Rush. My pick would have been Cooper Rush because Dak would not be playing himself out of that position. We could see that with Trey Lance. Maybe it was Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, not healthy. Uh, Jared Goff was going to play. And Daniel Jones, I'm not surprised. I mean, he was going to play. The question is, how well would he play? Now they're 2-0. and And not that it's pretty, but ask any of these teams that lost some close games. You don't care how pretty
4: it looks. You just want to make sure you get a win. What are we going to go with? Hour two, Seton O'Connor. Dan, hour one, we had most deceiving record right now in the NFL. Uh, your options were the buccaneers at 2 and 0 raiders at 0 and 2 bengal's and 2 or the giants at 2 and 0 giants right now are running away with it at 57% of the vote but then the second place is uh bengal's at 0 and 2 people don't really believe that yeah it's called deception
3: monday you know a lot of people have coined the phrase well they took the phrase we coined overreaction monday we had that for you years ago and then some other uh, people took that networks as well now we're coming up with Deception Monday. What's deceiving? Are you all in on Tua? Are the Niners better with Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it time for the Steelers to make a change? Just some of the Deception Monday questions. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Deception Monday. Uh, Paulie's birthday week sale, not Yay. just one day. Yay. Yay! Yes. I did run into a woman. I, at a wedding on Saturday night and she watches religiously and uh, she said um, hey I'm a watcher. Now, I didn't know what that meant. So she comes up to me. Actually, the guy whose daughter was getting married comes up to me and he goes uh, hey, you got a watcher over there. And I go what do you mean? He goes no, she she's a watcher. And I go what is she watching? She goes, "Oh, she watches your show all the time." I go, "Well, why don't you just say she watches the show?" A watcher. I didn't know what that. that sounded creepy. Like a stalker How about sounds. a viewer? How about you know? She's a viewer. She's a fan. Something like that. She watches
5: you guys even when you're not on.
3: She. She's. <laughs> she's a watcher.
5: <laughs> Come here. <laughs> and I
3: said, "Oh well, introduce me to her." And uh, so we got a picture together. And uh, she goes, "I love everybody." I said, Paulie? She goes, "I love Paul." And I go, "You? I wait." I'll tell you, you, sure you, she doesn't mean? really watch the show.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you don't watch. You nice. don't know. Yeah. No, no, I, I love everybody. Marvin, Seton, Fritzy. I love them all. And I go, but Paulie goes, yes, I really love Paulie. And I go, all right, I got to remember to tell you that. Deceptively likable. Yes. Paulie's birthday week sale, go to danpatrick.com. All week long, you buy one T-shirt, get another one, 50% off. You can thank Mr.
5: Goodtimes himself. The more you buy, the more upset I get.
3: Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. I, of course, am already looking ahead to next week. Buffalo plays tonight. Buffalo plays at Miami next Sunday. That got a whole lot juicier after what happened with the Dolphins yesterday. Green Bay at Tampa Bay. That's spicy as well. San Francisco at Denver on Sunday night. That's interesting as well. It feels is it more interesting because Trey Lance got hurt and now Jimmy Garoppolo like storylines. I don't know if it's good but it is interesting. And you're always looking for storylines where you're like how do we sell this game? Well Jimmy Garoppolo now starting, you do a feature on him, where he's been, get an update from uh you know Shefty on uh uh, you know Trey Lance and the uh, the long term prognosis here. So, yeah, just doing a little programming work there. Let's see, what did I have for you? Um, uh, the Bengals are the first Super Bowl losing team to start a season zero and two since the twenty fourteen Seahawks.
5: Yes, boy. But the Bengals does this feel like a bad zero and two because they were, they could have won both games. They played through terrible pass blocking last year in the point, to the point that the, in the playoffs they were getting crushed with pass blocking and they came about four plays away from winning the Super Bowl. They've done this before.
3: Well, you went out. The only thing you needed to do in the offseason was improve your offensive line. They went out and got players. They haven't improved their offensive line. And I know that playing the position is more about the cohesive unit of being an offensive line, not individual. So it's more of the line itself and that'll take some time. My concern is what it's been the last two previous two years is Joe Burrow, it feels like, holds onto the ball too long. So some of those sacks are on Joe Burrow. He's already gone through knee surgery once, and you've been sacked 13 times right now. That feels like how long can you go? Everybody in the AFC North, I think, lost. So the Browns lost, Bengals lost, Steelers lost, and the Ravens lost. But it feels like there's a little more to that with the Bengals with that offensive line. Uh, college football, the top nine teams each won by at least 28 points, winning by an average of 47 points. Four won by at least 50. Only Clemson, they were favored by 33 and a half, won by 28, failed to cover. Yeah, it was kind of a blah. I mean, Appalachian State, that was a great finish, unbelievable finish. And I watched, if, you know, I'm bouncing around and watching Nebraska. I just wanted to see Nebraska at home against Oklahoma. Were they going to do anything? And the answer is no, they were not. Um, I watched Oregon, BYU. I watched Washington. Uh, Miami A&M was boring. Miami, I thought Miami could win that game. Uh a and M, you may have good recruits, but uh, you're not a top. You're not a top team. But this is another. I, I think this is where the media. I blame the media. I don't think Texas A and was one of those top five teams. I think because they have all this talent that they might be that, but they weren't. And what happens when somebody loses when they're up? If I would have said you know A lost. Now granted, Appalachian State losing at home, that's a that's a big loss. Uh, You could say an embarrassing loss. But also, are they that good right now? And some of these teams, it's hard to say, like, how good are you when, you know, you rough up Akron? Like, I don't know how good Ohio State is or Michigan blew out Connecticut. I have no idea. But this is where college football down the road, we won't have these matchups. We'll get rid of these games where you're actually playing somebody that is a semi-quality opponent. You know, Georgia played South Carolina. And you go, hey, you know, that's SEC. Okay. And then you realize that Georgia is so far ahead of South Carolina and maybe everybody else in college football this year. Uh, Alabama, you can't glean much out of that. You know, you're just kind of going, I don't know how good anybody really is. Yeah, Paul.
5: Dan, are you going to get in early on the Kansas Jayhawks football team this year, 3-0? I ran into a
3: Kansas Jayhawk fan. Alum, and he goes, Are you going to give us any love? And I go, What exactly do you want? Eat
5: Houston, that Houston. Yeah. West Virginia, West Virginia.
3: I mean, that given that it's Kansas football,
5: that's a big deal. They have Oklahoma at
3: Oklahoma okay, October maybe. 15th. All right. All right. Maybe it all comes crashing down then. But in the meantime, you're Jayhawks. Is Les Miles still there? No. no He's no. gone? Okay. Uh, the Arizona State opening is now officially here. I mentioned this uh, when uh, we were talking about Urban Meyer, the Nebraska opening, if, that, if it happened with Scott Frost, uh, that Urban Meyer is going to have a couple of options. And my source said, keep an eye on Arizona State. And when you lose to Eastern Michigan, and there are, I guess, some allegations that are still pending with Arizona State, Herm Edwards lost his job. I don't know what the allegations are. I don't know if they could be, like, recruiting improprieties because that's not possible anymore. But I don't know what else is going on at Arizona State. I don't need to be flippant about it. But uh, when I saw that there were allegations attached to Arizona State and Herm Edwards, and I was like, all right. But uh, Urban Meyer, plus I'm watching the pregame show, and they're almost encouraging the crowd to – you know, start chanting and wanting Urban Meyer as their head coach. Instead of, you know, if you're Rob Stone and you're going to be the host, then say to Urban, have you been contacted by Nebraska? Are you interested in Nebraska? Like, you you have right there. You have content right there. Ask him the question. Instead of going, hey, Nebraska, you interested in Urban Meyer? "Ah!" Well, of course they are. I'm sure if you did this at Arizona State next week, they'd be like, ask him the question. Urban, you interested in Nebraska? Have they contacted you? Do you want them to contact you? Man, I would have peppered him. Unless he said, hey, whatever you do, don't ask me any questions about Nebraska. I'd be like, nope, we got to blow through that stop sign, dude. You're here with us. i got to ask you this. Yes, he.
4: But if you're Arizona State, and you're under a fairly significant investigation from the NCAA.
3: Yeah.
4: Is the next move you want to make bringing in Urban Meyer? Well, that's what USC
3: was trying to weigh. And they decided, nope, we're not going to go in that direction with Urban Meyer.
5: Yes, Paul. If you're going to get looked at by the NCAA, you might as well win a bunch of ball games. <laughs> <laughs> and if her, it's okay to have the NCAA on your tail. They've been on Urban's tail since Florida. But he always, you win 12 games a year and nobody cares about the NCAA. When you're one and two at East Carolina yes. houses,
4: you. Yes. Those wins are going to be stripped, but the donations from the boosters, <laughs> they don't get taken back. It's, you
5: know, he's,
3: it, he's being facetious, but it's true. Right. Fritzy Fritz goes, Could you imagine urban at Arizona State?
5: Lake Havasu? Lake Havasu. A lot of damage. Doing damage.
6: <laughs> not the best place, I don't think. Probably not. Yeah, probably not.
3: Yeah, probably. Oh, dear. Yeah, Tempe is dangerous. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tempting. Yeah. Oh,
6: Tempting. All
3: right. That's okay. All right. Thank you, Todd. Thank you. Uh what else do I have for you here? Uh that's it. Let's go home. We don't have anything else to
4: Yeah, see. Somebody just updated our uh we were talking about a quarterback caused sack. Yeah. Uh somebody just updated it and said, Why don't you call it a sack in SAQ, a sack attributed quarterback? Sack attributed to quarterback. Sack of jawea Yeah, yeah, yeah. All SAQ right. a sack. All
3: right. It's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. But but it's one thing to have it written out. It's another thing when you say it verbally, then it's just like, oh, and uh, that's a uh, sack attributed to Joe Burrow.
4: Is that a sack or a sack?
3: Sack. 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 James in Virginia, his commanders lost to the Lions. How do you feel, James?
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, I'm not going to pull a fritzie, man. Thank you for taking my call, brother. Happy money. Monday, DP, Danette. Detroit is awesome, man. What up, though? Jeff from Detroit, man. My man, I know you were sitting there taking in your boots in the second (laughs) half, man, because I'm going to tell you, man, defensively, man, actually all three phases of the game, Detroit (laughs) came out and handled their business. Man, I got to be honest, I did not expect that. Um, But in the second half, I'll tell you why I'm excited about Washington, man. There's a quarterback in Washington, man, number eleven. Carson Wentz can make some throws. (laughs) He can make plays. So, going forward, defensively, man, they're going to get gassed all year. But they're going to be in some shootouts, so I'm excited, man. My other best, man, my best of the weekends, real quick, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my God. Cooper Rush coming out of nowhere, making plays for them, winning the game. I mean, I hate Dallas, but good gracious, man. That was a big win for them at home. Everyone left them for dead. Um, And finally, man, I'm the head coach of the five and six-year-old Western Branch Bruins flag football team, man. We had our first game on Saturday, tied fourteen to fourteen, but the kids played so great, followed directions well, man. Just excited for them. Wanted to give them a shout out. To
3: All the right, team. you did. <laughs> Thank you, James. Everybody should have an attitude like James. You know, his team lost to the Lions. He says watching Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. And of course, his five-year-olds that uh, had a tie. You know, that's what we like about
7: James. We should all have that attitude every day. Yeah, more. I have that same attitude also. Michigan upset UConn. It was a nail biter. <laughs> but I'm still positive, though.
3: It it was pretty close. They were they were fighting tooth and nail. Yes, they were
7: to a man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Tom.
6: You didn't think they were going to get sixty points in the fourth quarter to make that big comeback I, in the big? House? I I didn't. But you, never, never, know know, you right.
3: never know in college football. I mean, look at Appalachian State. Who, who would have known? Who would have known, Ski? All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. Tim Tebow will join us coming up next. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Did you know your home address is part of the public record and any cyber thief can use it? And, uh, you know, it's a starting point to attempt various types of identity theft crimes against you. There's so many things that people can do with your information, and we tend to hand out that personal information. It gets exposed often, uh, making it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. Protect your identity, and it can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. Detecting you and alerting you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist works to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all. Businesses protect what's yours with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts right here. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code PATRICK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to LifeLock.com. Promo code Patrick. For 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card
0: member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex
4: Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
7: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play, you've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock.
4: And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers, you can trade with friends to compete
3: You know that summer afternoon. We're coming into that time of the year. Be like, oh man, crack look, one, yes or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know Miller Light, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Light delivered right to your door, visit millerlight.com/patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ninety-six calories per twelve ounces.
2: a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This family takes turns turning heads,
3: brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now for you to do is drive them off the lot. Well, you've got to pay for them. Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles, Waiting at your local dealer. We'll get some more phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at dampatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. The uh, Heisman Trophy winner from 2007, ESPN College football analyst for the SEC Network, Tim Tebow back on the program, joining us on behalf of Allstate. Good to see you again, Tim. What sport was tougher to give up, football or baseball?
8: That's a good one. First of all, good to see you again it's been too long. Honestly, both of them were, were difficult. I'd say depending which part of the year it is around Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's really hard not to be playing football and around you know, in the middle of spring, when spring training is going on, that's really difficult not to be, you know, in the middle of spring training, but just love both of them. Loved all the opportunities I got, um, you know, in both sports, right? You know, being able to not just pursue a dream, but then live it out in the moment. Um, even when people are like, "How are you living? how is driving 17 hours in a bus a dream?" But <laughs> you know what? It, it really was, and that might not have been the best part of that dream. But it's just awesome opportunity. So grateful for it.
3: Tougher to play quarterback in the NFL or to hit a baseball.
8: Now, Dan, that depends who's pitching.
3: Okay, <laughs> if, if Jacob Degrom is pitching.
8: Oh, it's definitely harder to play baseball. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Listen, I got to face, uh, you know, Jake, gosh, you know, six or seven times probably. And, uh, you know, even then when you would get a weak fly ball or a ground ball, you'd be like, all right, that's, that's too, I'm out, but it's not too bad, you know.
3: <laughs> uh, Toughest defense you faced?
8: The Steelers were a really good defense. The um, Erlacher and Briggs and that group for the Bears; those were those were probably two of the better ones. Um, the the Jets in, in eleven with Rex Ryan; those were those were probably three of the best defenses I have faced. Probably, I mean that Pittsburgh D- Steel, uh, Steelers team we faced in the playoffs; they had one of the best, you know, historically good statistical defense. James Harrison, Troy Palomalu, all those guys; that was they were ridiculous.
3: What did they say to you? Any anybody give you grief? Is there more trash talking in baseball or football for you?
8: Football, no doubt, no doubt. Um, oh yeah, they give you a, a, a lot of grief. I mean, some of the and some of them are really clever, you know. I, like I give some of the people cr- credit because it's like you would hear the same s- stuff a lot, you know. Like you know, we're coming at you today, and you know it's. Um, you know, you, it's Sunday, you better say some new prayers today, that sort of thing you would know, like get, you get that a lot, but when it would be like original, you know, you'd be like wow, that's really good, and I would even sometimes I would even sometimes praise them for their trash talk I'd be like, dude, I've never heard that that's really good, like, it sincerely made me laugh, you know and I would try to praise them, but what I also felt like is when you, when you would praise their criticism of you it would be so disarming like sometimes I would even get a "Oh, thanks," you know. Like, they would tell me how they came up with it, you know. Like I was thinking about that at Thursday after practice. Well, at least you weren't thinking about how to stop us, so that's good, you know.
3: Uh, we're talking to Tim Tebow. Uh, where is your Heisman Trophy right now?
8: Oh goodness, um, it is. Well, it just left Luke Bryan's house. It was there, uh, Luke Bryan, the country singer. Yeah. Um, for the, probably the last maybe eight, nine years, every year or every six months, I've used it to auction it off for a charity for people to keep in their homes and use it as something that they can, I don't know, brag about. So Luke Bryan, uh, him and his wife, Caroline, who are so sweet, um, they're a big, big part of some nonprofits that we work together, and so he, he and his wife won it. And so then leading up to Florida, Georgia, because he's such a Georgia fan, like, He would put a Georgia jersey on it. He would put peanut butter all over it and let his dog lick it off. He would, he would, he would do all sorts of stuff. And I was like, this isn't fair, right? You know, he's trying to, you know, hurt my husband. So I, I worked with his wife to get one of his, um, CMA Artist of the Year awards, which is, uh, you know, kind of a unique looking award. And so I started getting that and then sending him videos of me using it as like a, you know, uh, Sparkling water opener or, you know, uh, a, a jack for a car being able to lift it up. And so we kept going back and forth. And I think the CMAs got kind of upset with it. I didn't actually hurt it. It just, you know, looked like we were using it that way.
3: Carson Palmer joined us. And I asked him where his Heisman was. He says, it's in the garage. And I said, well, why don't you send it to me? He goes, all right. So he packed it up and then sent it to me for a year, and I had it in here because he didn't even have it on display.
8: Oh, Carson, come on! You got he. The thing that's awesome is it's such a cool. It is such a cool award that is so prestigious that very few people have ever had the chance to to be around it. And you know, I'm so grateful, Dan. I've had you know with all the charities we've supported, it's been able to raise well over a million dollars now, and. Like, and just to, why have it in your garage when it can be in someone else's living room? And and now a lot of kids are being helped with it. And, you know, my goal with that is that it could be the most impactful Heisman one day, not by, you know, sitting on a shelf and us looking at it, by, you know, being on a lot of other shelves and making an impact in a lot of kids' lives. So, Carson, come on, we got to get yours in some auctions for some kids.
3: No, it's a wonderful gesture on your part because – you would think you would want to hold on to that and you know keep it in a safety deposit box or whatever. But- well,
8: I got to I got to tell you how this idea started. So we're at this um, this gala for um, for for soldiers who have lost their lives in battle, and we're coming together to raise money for their kids to give them scholarships in um, Greenwich, Connecticut. And so you know that's a wealthy area, and there's all these wealthy people. And Nick Saban has an auction up there. And you know what? I hate losing to Coach Shabin in Alabama. It only happened once, and it was one of the worst days of my life. And so I'm thinking, you know what? I want to help, but I also got to beat Coach Shabin, right? You know, like, we, we got to beat him in this option. So it's like, you know what? What are these? I mean, these people have everything in the world. What's something they don't have? And I was like, oh, I don't think a lot of them have the Heisman. <laughs> And Certainly so, not in
3: Greenwich, Connecticut. There are not a, a lot of Heisman winners there in Greenwich, Connecticut.
8: And so I walk up there to tell the host, I said, hey, do you think it would be okay if I um, auctioned off my Heisman or if you would auction off my Heisman for a year or something? And he looks at me like, what? Yeah, that'll be okay. And so uh, we did it, and uh, actually Kathy Lee Gifford won it there.
3: Oh, That's great. <laughs> Who else has had your Heisman?
8: Um, well, uh, everybody else that's had it, you wouldn't know, Um, just supporters of the charity. But those are the kind of two more well people that have won it, well-known people that have won it. So it's kind of funny.
3: How did you, you know, kind of I don't know if it was your family, how you grew up, but being philanthropic, you know, it's it's something that you seem to have embraced for a, a while now.
8: Well, I think it was um had a huge um impact on my life the way that we grew up having the chance to be born and grow live the first 5 years of my life in the Philippines and um you know to missionary parents that you know my dad is one of my biggest heroes because he spent his entire adult life helping people that could never do anything for him and being able to see my mom, you know, just love people and I mean, looking back on my whole life, it's very rare if I could even think of one or two instances she ever said something negative about somebody else, you know, and, and I think that had such a massive impact. And then you realize that, you know, there's a lot of things in life that are, um, that we can, that can feel like everything and so monumental in the moment, but ultimately, you know, these these trophies and these championships and everything, they're awesome, but ultimately they're not what's most important. There's so many things that are more important. And I'm so grateful for that perspective because I'm someone that can totally lean towards win at all costs, do whatever it can, the drive to compete and win and win. And I'm grateful for, you know, that other side that, you know, helps me gain perspective on what really matters and never never lose, trying to lose sight of it because it can happen so easily and so fast. And, you know, my parents have just been such an impactful, um, you know, purpose-led, um, you know, um, heroes in my life that I'm just so grateful for.
3: There's two job openings right now, Nebraska and Arizona State. Mm-hmm. If Urban Meyer asked your opinion, which job would be better?
8: Okay. i go to Nebraska. Because? Because you have one of the best fan bases in college football. Um, you have uh, the ability there to raise money, and now with the NIL in college football, That even though it's not the best recruiting base, you can, Nebraska still has a pretty well known, um, name. And you can be able to rally that fan base to be able to go get some of the players you need. Um, I think Arizona State is actually a pretty good job. So it's not a knocked Arizona State's job. I think it's a good job. There's a lot of athletes in that area. You talk about the Scottsdale Chandler, you know, that Phoenix area. There's some athletes you can go get. I mean, you look at all the quarterbacks that are playing right now in the NFL or, a college quarterback there, right from that area. Spencer Rattler's one of them. You know that they've never been able to keep there at home. Jack Miller at Florida, another one. So they got to be able to keep some of those guys at home. But I just think the tradition, and uh, you know, I had the chance uh, to go, you know do a few events with Coach Osborne in Nebraska, and to see the way those fans rally. They love their team. They want their team to win. They're going to support. It's one of the fan- best fan bases. Not to mention they're also probably one of the nicest. But I just think if, if they got someone like an Urban, they got someone that I think you could rally it very fast, and I think you could get more players than maybe a lot of other places around the country.
3: How does it help you if it does? Florida would play cupcakes, and, you know, I don't know what you get out of playing a team that you're going to beat by 50 points.
8: Besides giving them, like, 500,000. <laughs> yeah, or a million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's not something that I really liked. Um, I, I, they're my least favorite games. I love it when we see the Alabamas and the Texases. And I think we're going to see more of that, especially with the 12-team playoff coming here in a couple years. They're going to figure that out. But whenever that does come, I think you will see some ADs and presidents start to adjust the because they're going to realize the more that we reward teams for playing hard, big games early in the year – and then they get rewarded at the end of the year for doing that, I think the more the ADs will continue to do that. And I think that needs to happen. I think it's better for a college football, a game that I love so much. And and I think also the players want to play in it. You can't tell me they want to play in some of these cupcake games. They don't, right? They want to play. They want to go to Austin, and they want to play in that game. They want to play in Atlanta to start the season, you know, Georgia and Oregon. They want to play in those games. I think the fans want to see it as well. So I'm in favor of that.
3: You interested in coaching?
8: I love coaching. I love mentoring. I love helping. I love taking what you've been able to learn and being able to apply it to the next generation. I'd say the reason that college coaching isn't quite as appealing to me is because it is so much more than a full-time job. You can't just say, Oh, I'm going to, you know, be a college coach and then I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And for me, I'm so fortunate, you know, to be able to do a lot of things that I'm so passionate about, you know, uh, my foundation being number one of you know bringing faith, hope, and love to those needing a brighter day in their darkest hour of need. Now we're fortunate to serve in over 70 countries around the world. Um, you know, I couldn't do that and still coach, and it's just so much, so important to me. And so I, uh, while I would love the thought of coaching, and you know, there's been some fun opportunities that have been presented. I just I, I can't I don't feel like I could give up the rest of that.
3: Are the arms bigger than they were when you played?
8: I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, you know, probably probably about the same size.
3: I don't know. Looks like maybe.
8: For, definitely definitely not bigger than the Jets. I got too big there. <laughs> okay. That was, that but, was the, the Wildcat.
3: Did you know that you were going to be photographed with your shirt off that one day in the rain with the Jets?
8: Yeah. G- Do you know how many days after practice we would stay and do stuff extra on the side fields and run and everything else, you know? And I mean, that was, you know, Florida, Denver, everywhere else I would go, we would go in backfields and we would we would run and we would train. And some of my favorite things, I would even have strength coaches come out there after practices. That's just the only place that they would get back to backfields to be able to film you. And that's probably what, you know, my lack of, awareness to say, hey, where you are, they're going to, you know, it was, it was never something that you were quite like, okay, this is, this is just private. This is what they're doing over there, you know? And,
3: um, yeah, but the rain and, uh, uh,
8: I know, But it just sends off such the wrong message, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah. It almost looked like, you know, they had it in slow motion. So when you were running, they... I'm sure some
8: people probably did.
3: Like Baywatch, you know, when uh, Pamela Anderson (laughs) won't run on the beach.
8: Which is is exactly what I was going for,
3: definitely. Uh, What are you doing with Affleck? It's actually Allstate. but oh, Allstate. Um, Allstate. Yeah, no <laughs> Oops, no. Man, I fumbled it. My bad. E-me. Not a, no, not hey, at all. We'll, no we'll, we'll edit that out. Hey, what are you doing with Allstate?
8: No, it's uh, It's honestly, it's one of my favorite <laughs> things I get to be a part of because the uh, the Allstate Good Works team is um, a good works team that honors 22 amazing young athletes and one honorary coach, 11 from the FBS and then the other 11 made up from the – the FCS Division Two, II, Division Three, NAI, and and Dan, there's so many awards and championships and trophies that all these young men get for what they do on the field. But this is one of the few things that honors them for what they do off of the field. And you know, so many of these young men are making differences in their community and their their city, states. But honestly, even around the world, and it's really cool to be able to see and you know, some of these guys, what they're doing is incredible. And so. This say AFCA Good Works team is built up of amazing young men doing amazing things in their community, and I mean, you, you talk about what some of these big, you, these guys are doing. You know, one of them that stands out to me is Big Man, Big Heart. You know, an offensive lineman from FSU is that's what his charity's called, Big Man, Big Heart. <laughs> he raised over you know two hundred five thousand um, dollars, you know, for kids with leukemia, and I mean, just it's over. No Andrew Carlson for Auburn, the kicker. They've had Carlson's there for about forty years kicking, and um, you know, it's so cool. He's doing mission trips in the DR, Caleb Williams, quarterback at USC. He's on the team, and you may be the most recognizable, but what he doesn't actually get recognized enough for is his Caleb Cares Foundation, um, you know, and making a difference in anti bowling. And so, it's so amazing to, to see what these, these guys are doing. And I do want to give credit to Coach Stoops, he's an honorary coach. And he, not only is he doing an unbelievable job at Kentucky with. The, you know, their program and just being probably the best of all time in, in that organization. But then, you know, we, he doesn't get credit for is the millions that he's donated and done and rallying people for their hospitals. It's, it's really cool. So that's what the Good Works team's all about.
3: You visit ESPN.com slash Allstate to meet this year's roster. I have that home run bat that you sent me. Is that the bat that you hit your last home run?
8: I don't know if that was the last home run, but it was a home run. Yes.
3: Okay, because I like I feel bad.
8: Why don't?
3: Okay, but you know, like you loan out your Heisman. Like I just want to make sure you don't go. Hey, anybody want the home run bat? The last home run I hit in the minor leagues.
8: No, it's okay. You need it. You have it. If you want it, okay. you keep it there. And okay. yeah.
3: Okay. All right.
8: Every now and then you want to take some cuts, just take some cuts. You know?
3: <laughs> I don't think you want me in the cage with that bat. It won't, <laughs> it won't last long. Uh, so Tim Tebow joining us on behalf of Allstate. Visit ESPN.com Allstate to meet this year's roster. Great to have you back. Thank you. Thanks for sharing the stories, and uh, great to see you again.
8: Great to see you. Blessing to see you, man.
3: That's uh, Tim Tebow.
8: Uh, we go back to
3: college. I think uh, we talked to him when he was 19. Man, you know, you're I'm in this business such a long time. I see you when you start, and I see you when you finish. Doesn't matter. It could be Tiger Woods. It could be Serena. But uh, very, very fortunate. And once again, joining us on behalf of Allstate. Yes, boy.
5: You know, I, that story about him auctioning his Heisman every year, I don't know if that's been out there before. I, I saw something once that Wonderful. Luke, Luke Bryan took a picture with it. Yeah. I didn't know he had it for the year. That's so cool. Take
3: a break. Phone calls coming up next on the Dan Patrick Show. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times. We achieve it in different ways. And if you've recently changed jobs or you're considering retirement, probably thinking about your own version of success and striving to reach your goals. Maybe it's time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. Retirement's a big deal. When it comes to investing for retirement, most people can't afford to make mistakes. And you don't have to go alone. Stiefel's there to help you. Stiefel Financial Advisors have helped clients like you for over 130 years. That's quite a try. Track record. They understand the many options for claiming social security. Implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. That's just the start. As a client, you have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views that will enable you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefle Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. S-T-I-F-E-L.com, Stiefle, Nicholas and Company Incorporated, Member S I P C and NYSE. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex
3: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible
1: states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos.
3: Sunday night, Niners battle. Russell Wilson Jr., the third in the Broncos, Sunday 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Titans, 10-point underdogs at the Bills. Vikings are two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Eagles coming up tonight. The uh, Arizona Cardinals got the big win against uh, Vegas in uh, Vegas. Cliff Kingsbury had this to say about the city of Las Vegas.
8: Usually, I've just lost, and I'm super hungover on Sundays in Vegas, so this was a good good change-up.
3: All right.
8: So, uh...
3: Ended up uh, getting the win there. Yes, I party. (laughs) I don't know if you know that, but I party. (laughs) His voice sounded like that he was hungover. Yeah.
8: (laughs) Play it again. Play it again. Usually I've just lost and I'm super hungover on Sundays in Vegas, so this was a good good changeup.
3: Okay. Yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, it helps having Kyler Murray, but watching that, You know, that whole game plan, whatever that is, it just feels like I got the best athlete out here. Can you
4: help me out here? Just do something. Make something happen. Yes. That play with the two-point conversion with Kyler Murray, when he's running around, it goes for like 20 seconds or 21 seconds, something like that. I can't figure out if that's a great play or a terrible play. Well, I
3: don't think you can do it very often. Let's put it that way. Hey, let's do that play again where you have the ball for 21 seconds. But I, I, okay, I'm wondering about this. When's the last time? Let's see. Did he run for a touchdown, throw for a touchdown, run for a two point conversion, throw for a two point conversion? Has that, that, that'll never happen again. So you run and throw for two point conversions, you run and throw for touchdowns in a game. I don't think that's ever happened before, and I wonder if it'll ever happen again. But it was impressive. A couple of phone calls in here. Al in Atlanta. Oh, so close, yet so far away for Al's Falcons.
6: Good morning, Dan. Hey, Al. I don't even know what best or what worst is anymore. I've, I've lost all semblance of enjoyment. I All I can say is uh, I've learned that the reason I watch the Falcons is not to see if they win. It's to see how they're going to Ruin everything for on Sunday. I literally tuned in to fourteen nothing and rewound to <laughs> see how we got there because I had to know. And and that's when it dawned on me. I I am doing this out of pain. Are you okay, and, then,
3: Al? I'm being honest. Are you be, are you okay? I
6: I can't. Like, how is there another twenty eight to three? Like, rearing its head. And then a safety to stop us from having a chance? Who would give you two points to stop you from getting a chance to get seven? Like, it's uh, no, Dan, I'm not a fan. All right. Well, keep
5: your head up if you can, Al. I got to tell you, the Falcons are playing pretty decent football this year. They're competitive. Yeah. People thought they were going to be worst three teams in the NFL. Still might be. Yeah. Although...
3: Um Kyle Pitts didn't get many touches there. And I know it's all about touches, but I was kind of surprised that. He was targeted three times. Drake London is the one who got targeted there. I thought with those two guys, they could at least be interesting. You know, Marcus Mariota is a placeholder there. You know, Cordero Patterson. By the way, I want to apologize to Appalachian State and Appalachian State. Because Paulie goes, it's Latch. It's not Appalachian.
5: I heard that up north people call it Appalachian,
3: Appalachian. Well, I have family in my family tree from there. Latch. Yeah. But we just said app. But, it, but I have asked that before, Appalachian, Appalachian. But it's latch. Natch.
6: Yes, Tom. Even the trail is pronounced that way? I would assume it will all be uniform. <laughs> yes, I've never heard do. anyone say anything other than Appalachian Trail.
5: Yeah. Appalachian.
3: I you don't know. another syllable in
6: there.
3: Tossing another <laughs> syllable on the fire. I, don't, I haven't heard that, that before. It doesn't sound like
6: Appalachian Trail. Yeah,
3: Appalachian. I've always heard the Appalachian Trail. But Mr. College Football Pauly, I'm going to follow his lead because it's his birthday week. Yeah! Yay. Happy,
5: birthday. Happy Happy birthday. birthday! Happy birthday! I don't hike. I watch college football. <laughs> Appalachian. Hiking, you. Uh, Ian, or
3: is it Ian in Colorado? <laughs> uh,
9: no, it's Ian.
3: Okay, okay, just want to make sure.
9: Um, appreciate it. So five eight one seventy five. So I got a best of the best and worst of the weekend. I got a lot of football. Trying to make it as quick as possible. Um, best of this weekend as I celebrated my birthday weekend. I almost had a perfect football weekend with. My community college, Butte Community College, beating number one ranked San Francisco City. Sacramento State won. My flag football team won. USC won. Which brings me to the worst with the Raiders loss. That was pretty heartbreaking. Um, sorry. I also have a bet with Todd at the end of it, but I would also like to mention we're going through a big football weekend. As I mentioned, I'm going to go see Air Force play Nevada. Colorado State play my other school, Sacramento State. And then the last, we'll do that um, bet with Todd, if he's interested.
3: Oh, yeah. okay. What's and the bet with Todd? we got to get to it here, Ian. Ian.
9: Yep. Straight up bet, Raiders at Broncos. Raiders win. Pie to the face bet. Um, I'll let my girlfriend pie me in the face. At, she's a Broncos fan.
3: Todd, are you um, interested in that? Yeah, why not? Okay. you got a bet there, Ian. Ian. By the way, I think I got a pie to the face coming next week at this time because I uh, had a bet that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo would not start for the Niners this year. It's funny, social media must have forgot about it because they didn't send fifteen thousand reminders. <laughs> at least it's over early really? this season. <laughs> no, and I said this to the Danettes yesterday that I acknowledge it. That uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, well, let's see, let's see if he starts next week. You know, just I'm going to guess he will. Gotta hold out hope that maybe he doesn't, but uh. Yeah, Jimmy G, all he does is win, and he won the bet for uh, one of our listeners there. Our best and worst coming up, and did I mention, it's Paulie's birthday week.
5: Yay! 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 Let's go.
3: Go to DanPatrick.com, you buy a T-shirt, get 50% off. Man, what a great birthday week. Final hour coming up. One more item as we close that hour, too. Had a chance to meet with some executives from Tire Rack. Pauly was the big star. They came in, and, of course, Paulie has used Tire Rack. And when I said, oh, Paulie's used Tire Rack, and then Pauly basically said, I've got it from here.
5: Yeah, Dan, we were talking about tire sizes and uh, swapping them out for the winter season, all the good stuff.
3: Yeah, because the uh, website is packed with information there, TireRack.com. They've been doing it since 1979. they got advice. they got tools. You want to make the right decision. They have a tire decision guide. Answer a few questions. Get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. They got all the big brand names. The uh, Sumitomo, full lineup that delivers a wide range of high-performance all-season and off-road capabilities. Ratings, reviews, test results. You can be just like Pauly. Yeah, kind of. TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. And remember, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
2: It's Freddie Prinz Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.